Hi, I'm Logan, and this is Living with an Alcoholic, the podcast that talks about, well, living with an alcoholic or an addict, and the struggles you encounter and the best way to make it through with your sanity still intact. These are my stories and things I've learned along the way and how the program of Al-Anon has helped me. I hope this helps you too. Welcome. It's funny, I have talked to many of you now. And you all ask about how do you get rid of the anxiety during active alcoholism and addiction? How do you get rid of that worry, that fear, that all of that? And you guys, when I lived with active addiction and alcoholism in my house, in my life, in my face, I was a total ball of anxiety and worry and unnecessary stress and all these things that you normally are. And I'm still this big giant ball of worry and anxiety all the time. I'm I'm always worried I'm not good enough. I'm always worried I'm not doing enough. I'm always worried I'm doing a bad job. I'm worried I don't know what I'm doing. I'm constantly worried I'm gonna get fired. I'm always worried about something. I'm worried. I live in a constant state of anxiety and worry. What if? What if my fiance relapses? What if I lose my job? What if I lose my house? What if I lose my car? What if I lose, you know, something happens to, you know, my dad? What what if something happens? What if this happens? What if the sky falls down? And I'm fucking chicken little, you guys. The sky is falling 90% of the time. I'm always worried about the other shoe dropping. Something I talked to my therapist about the other day. But that worry and that anxiety about the alcoholic in my life and the alcoholics in my life. And I've got quite a few alcoholics and addicts in my life um, who are either actively using or not actively using. And it's not in my house, thank God. Because when it was in my house, I either ran away from it or I snapped. Or I argued. Or I did all those things that we normally do. Which is why I want to talk to you guys. Which is why I want you to hear what it was like the things that I see now that were wrong that I did. The things that I see now that I could have done differently, I should have done differently, that I should have a hundred times done differently. I had this really, really bad habit of running away from it. I ran away during my marriage I mean, it was an abusive marriage to begin with, but I ran away and I saw sought relationships with other men outside my marriage as a way to get away and deal with my addicted husband at home. I ran away. My fiance relapsed and didn't run away, which is normally his go-to is to run away from me. When he didn't run away, I ran away. I went and stayed with my dad in Delaware twice. 
The second time, though, something happened. Something different happened. I came home, and he still was not sober. He wasn't sober at all, and I was working from home because it was COVID, and life was insane. And I had run away to Delaware to stay with my dad for at least, like, a week and a half to try to get away from the insanity and the craziness and the chaos of being at home and trying to work at home with an alcoholic because I can't do that. I can't. And running away may not be an option for some of you. Running away really isn't a healthy option, period. We really shouldn't run away from our loved ones. But that is my go-to, is to run. Um, but that second time when I came home and I was trying to work from home and he was drinking and I was trying to focus on myself and I was trying to do all these things and I was working the program and I was working with a sponsor, um, I snapped. I just snapped. I did not give a fuck about him, about his alcoholism, about the disease, about any of it. I snapped. And that's not healthy either. Because you get to this point where you just don't give two shits about them. I hit this wall. I hit this bottom of realizing I couldn't do anything to control this alcoholism. The only thing I could control was my surroundings and what was happening to me. To me. I can only control me in this. I could only control how I reacted and how I felt. And I stopped caring. I just didn't care anymore. Which is both healthy and not healthy. Because if you can get to a point where you're like, fuck it, let them do whatever the fuck they're going to do. If they fucking screw up, something happens to them, God forbid. (coughs) You get to that point. You're almost numb to it. But you kind of have to get to that point. You kind of have to get to that point where you're like, you know what? They're going to live their life. They're going to do what they want. They're going to drink as much as they want. They're going to act a fool as much as they want. I have to control what I can, which is me and how I'm reacting to it. But that second time, I didn't have that calm, cool me reacting to it by ignoring it my reaction was to pick my fiance up off the floor all 200 pounds of him tell him to put his fucking shoes on he goes to his ass in front of the salvation army and drink his fucking life away i didn't care or he could sober the fuck up i didn't care either way what he did 
But sometimes you have to get to that point. You have to get to that point of just, you can live your life. You can be as messy as you want. You can be as chaotic as you want. You can do everything you want, but you are not going to bother me one iota again. It's not going to bother me and it's not going to interfere in my life anymore. Kind of have to get to that point. You have to get to that point where you stop worrying about it and freaking out about it and stressing out over it and worrying about what's going to happen and what they're going to do and all that stuff because you have absolutely no control over it. You have none. You have no control over anything. And that's the hardest part is we have this anxiety of, oh my God, what if something happens to them? What if they hurt themselves? What if they do this? Why aren't they answering their phone calls? Why aren't they online? Why aren't they texting? Why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing this? They must have been in an accident. We cannot control any iota of anything that happens to them. We can't. Can we stop them from walking out in front of a car? Yes. Are we actually going to be able to stop them from dying from the disease of alcoholism or addiction? Do we know that lethal dose that they're taking? Do we know... If their liver is going to get... <coughs> Sorry, I've been sick with a cold. Do we know if their liver is going to get it out? If they're going to have alcohol poisoning? No, we don't know. Can we call 911 if we think they do have alcohol poisoning? Absolutely. <coughs> Did we give them that alcohol poisoning? No. Did we make them take that dose, shoot up that dose of heroin or fentanyl or whatever? No. Can we call 911? Can we have Narcan on hand? Yes, absolutely. Is it going to make a difference? Will it change anything if we worry about those moments happening? It won't. It will just drive us absolutely crazy. It will drive us crazy. My therapist put it back best. What if it does happen? Then what? And your answer is, well, I call 911. Okay? Then what? Well, what if they die? Okay, then what? Well, my life goes on, I guess. I, I go on living without them. And he said, you know what? That happens to people. We can't control the what ifs 
we can't control the things that are going to happen. We can spend our life worrying and thinking about the what ifs a hundred and thousand times and the what if and the worrying about the what if and the what if and the what if and the what if but we don't know if the what if is going to come or the what if isn't going to come and what difference is it going to make worrying about the what ifs because if the what if happens our actions still going to be the same our reaction is still going to be the same. I am working on realizing that every day. That I can worry about the what ifs a thousand times. But if it happens, I'm going to have to just live with it. I'm just going to have to react to it and do what I need to do. Living in the present moment is one of the greatest gifts Al-Anon has given me, has started to teach me. And working with a therapist has reinforced that. Living with an alcoholic Living with that worry, with that fear, that constant what if, what if, what if. And that constant need to run away from it. It's given me the gift of anxiety. I know that sounds crazy. But if I didn't have anxiety, I wouldn't understand how to get better how to look for help, how to look for other people like me who live with alcoholics, who've been through alcoholic marriages, who have alcoholic children, who have addict children, who have addict husbands, who have addict daughters and sons, nieces and nephews and best friends and partners and everything else. That anxiety gave me the gift of finding relief and help with other people. I was this entire horrible, anxiety-driven, constantly worrying, hot ball of mess when I lived with alcoholism. I had two reactions to alcoholism and addiction run from it or worry about it until I learned you can just let it happen you can worry as much as you want but it's just going to happen anyhow you just react when the going gets tough the tough get going We who live with alcoholics are some of the strongest people I know. Who live with addicts, who live with the disease, live with those with the disease, are some of the strongest people I know. Some of the most caring and the most kind and the most compassionate people I know. We will put up 
with so much shit. We will constantly we worry. We're the moms who ask you, do you have your coat? We worry on a constant basis. Our love language is be careful. Be safe. That is our love language. That is how we tell others that we love them. Being a ball of anxiety is absolutely 100% normal. Absolutely. But getting to a point where you realize you just can't care. You just can't worry about it. You just can't control it. It's something you have to do. It's something I have to work on on a daily basis. Life is too short for us not to live in the present moment and to worry about the what-ifs in the future. Life is way too short for that. We make ourselves sicker than the alcoholic actually is. We're the ones that end up with autoimmune disorders and all kinds of weird cancers and ulcers and all kinds of stuff that the alcoholic doesn't get because they don't worry. Because we spend our time worrying and going crazy. I am learning every day. I can't worry about the what-ifs. The what-ifs are always going to happen at some point. And then you just move on with life and keep going. I know that sounds shallow and callous and kind of crap, but it's true. Enjoy today. Enjoy this very moment. Enjoy the sun shining in your face or the moon shining out in the sky. Enjoy your cat, your dog, your bird, your lizard, whatever you have. Enjoy your kids. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy whatever you want on TV. Enjoy the silence. Enjoy whatever you can. Don't spend so much time worrying about the what-ifs. Just stop. Be ready to react. But don't stress out over it. I promise you guys, I work on it every day. Some days are better, some days are worse. And don't be like me. Don't run from it. Don't run away from it. I have a really bad habit of running away from it. Really bad habit. I always joke that alcohol gives my fiancé running shoes. The truth is, alcohol gives me running shoes. I run right away from it. 
don't do that. Face it, but say, you know what? I'm in control of how I feel, and I feel fucking happy. Fuck this shit. Fuck you, fuck your disease. I'm happy right this moment. Go drink a beer in the garage if that's what you want to do. Go check on them. But don't stress out over it. You can't. You will literally make yourself sick. That's all I've got this week. um, Or this month or whenever. The next time I get to record an episode. I don't usually get the house to myself. So keep coming back. Look for me on Instagram, Living with an Alcoholic, uh, Living with an Alcoholic Pod on TikTok, uh, Living with an Alcoholic Podcast at gmail.com. And there is a Facebook group, not super active on there, and I probably should be, but I'm just not. Um, keep coming back, you guys. Reach out if you need anything. Thanks.